Now, go with me. Okay, before I go, I, I even um, go, we go into the Bible, just want to say this. You see, God has given us a brand new year. God has blessed us with a brand, a brand new year. It's like God giving you a blank check. Now, he has given you a blank check and he expects you to fill it in. He expects you to fill in what you desire to see. A blank check has been given unto you, which is this year, 2023. The way you manage the year determines what you shall receive out of it. And I strongly believe, as believers, we need to take dominion over the year. We need to take dominion over the year. We need to take control over our year so that what we are able to experience what we desire to see. You can mess up the year by yourself and you can actually get the best out of the year if you know how to manage yourself and how to manage the glorious year that God has given you. It's a prophetic year, powerful year, our year of divine settlement. But what, what do I need to do? What do I need to do in order to make sure that my year becomes a glorious year? And that is what we are going to be doing right now. Sometimes you don't know, will this year also end up like 2022? Will I go through the same thing I went through? It all depends on you and God. The way your year unfolds, the way your year becomes, it actually, to a greater percentage, depends on you. How you manage yourself and how you manage the year. You need the revelation to know how to manage the year so that the year becomes glorious, so that the year becomes successful. God, like I said, God has given you a, bl a, 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 a blank check. That is a brand new year. The way you handle it determines what happens to you. You have got a very great role in making your year successful, or making your year turn out into a failure. And my prayer for all of us is that we will take the necessary strategic steps to make sure that our year becomes a glorious year. You see, the first thing when we enter into the year like this is to dedicate the year into the hands of the Lord. If you want your year to be successful, you need to dedicate it into the hands of the Lord. Dedicate the year, surrender the year, and say, Father, all the 365 days you have given me, I give it back unto you, and I pray that you make this year become a mega year for me, a glorious year for me, 
in the mighty name of Jesus. How do you dedicate your year? By praying and leaving everything that you want to experience and every part of your life into the hands of the Lord. As we have stepped into a new year, God requires us to speak into the year and dedicate the year into the hands of God. It is very necessary for us to dedicate our year and command the year and tell it how it is supposed to behave. That is what God said to the man called Job, one of the richest men that lived in the Middle East in the Bible days. Hear me and hear me well. God said to Job, have you commanded the morning since your days began? Your day has begun. Have you commanded the morning and told the dawn? The morning begins at midnight. Now dawn starts around four. God says, when the day comes, when you step into your morning, command the morning and tell the dawn how it is supposed to behave. It is the it is your responsibility, ladies and gentlemen, to dedicate your year by commanding the year and commanding the, 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 the months of the year and tell it how it is supposed to behave. Now, let me tell you, prophetically, a day is 24 hours, which is 12 months plus 12 months. I really wish I, I, I possibly did some slides to come in do a presentation so that it will be a bit more, um, um, you can visualize it pretty well. You see, your year, uh, the day is 24 hours. It's 12, 12. The day, daytime begins midnight. Once midnight crosses 00.002 or one, we have crossed into a new year, a new day, I beg your pardon. Now it goes from one to two, to three, to four, to five, to six, all the way till midday, which is 12. Again, and then we start from one and back. So the clock goes one, which gives you half of the day up to 12, and then another one, another full cycle, making it a full day. Now, Naturally, we know that the day begins. Like today is um, the 3rd of January. At 11.30, it is still the 3rd of January. At 11.40, it is still the 3rd of January. 11.55, it is still the 3rd of January. 11.59, it is still the 3rd of January. Immediately we clock midnight. We are literally crossing over into a new year, a new day, I beg your pardon. At 12 midnight, at one minute past 12, it is no longer the 3rd of January. It is seen as the 4th of January. Now, God says, when a day begins, have you commanded the dawn? The new day begins. Have you commanded the dawn? 
and told the tone how it is supposed to behave. God is making us understand we have the mandate to speak and command a day and command it and tell it how it's supposed to behave. You and I have got the mandate to command the year. The year has got 12 months. January, immediately we step into January, we've entered a new year. We are still at the early hours of the year, the early weeks of the year, the early days of the year. You can command the year and tell the year the way it is supposed to behave. Prophetically, people might think you are stupid. You are not making sense. But ladies and gentlemen, it is up to you to make that prophetic, to take that prophetic action and be able to command your year, command your day, and tell it how it is supposed to behave. God has given us a brand new year. And I said, it is like a blank check. The way what, he has told you what would fill in, anything you want to write in, write in there. The way you manage the year will determine how the year becomes. Ladies and gentlemen, let us come to a place where we are managing our year so well. We have made, we are able to speak and make incursions and proclamations into the year. God has given us a brand new year. And my prayer is that we will be able to take advantage of the year and do what is necessary for us to be able to prosper, excel, and see the goodness of the Lord in our lives. God has given us a blank check. Thank you. Thank you, Hope. I like that. You see, God has given us this year, God has given us 12 very solid months. 12 solid months, 52 good weeks, 365 days, 8,760 hours, 525,600 minutes, and 31,536,000 seconds. That is what God has granted unto you and I. God has given you for free this whole year 12 good months, 52 solid weeks, 365 days, 8,760 hours, 525,600 minutes, and 31,556,000 seconds. They have been granted unto you for free. You determine how they become eventually in the end. It is our responsibility to take charge of the day, to take charge of the months, to take charge of the weeks, to take charge of our minutes. And hear me, there are people who were not privileged to have this. Possibly if they were supposed to have been given a second chance, 
they would have become greater. They, 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 I'm talking about the people who could not even see 2023. If they were to be given a second chance, I believe they would say, I learned my mistakes. This and this and this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to serve God even more. I'm going to dedicate myself to the Lord more. I'm going to win more souls for the kingdom. They, 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 they were going to do that. But guess what? God has given you grace and favor to make you see another year full of blessings, full of favor, a blank check, and you need to learn how to take advantage of the situation and turn it to your advantage. For the year to be successful, God requires us to speak over the year, to declare into the year, to command the year, to behave the way it is supposed to behave. It is the desire of the Lord that we will declare into the year, dedicate the year to him so that the year will work for us, so that the year will yield for us. It is the desire of Jehovah that we will declare over the year that everything that we desire shall manifest in our lives. God said to Job, when the days began, did you command the day and told the dawn how to behave? In other words, God even knows we have the right to command. He has given us the right and the mandate and the grace to be able to command the year and declare it and tell it how it's supposed to behave. If they, when the year begins like this, it is key for you to know how to make decrees, how to make pronouncements. When the year is ending, you need to command it. When the year begins, you need to command it. These two things must be done every time, in every every year. When the year is ending, command the year, declare to the year. And when the year is beginning, command the year, declare to the year. Are we together? Those are the things you should you need to do and uh, when you come let me give you the scripture i'm um, um, in job what does the, the bible says in the book of job chapter 38 job 38 job 38 let's hear the word of the lord the bible says since your days began have you ever commanded the morning when the days began let me paraphrase it. Since your year began, have you ever commanded the months and caused the weeks and the months to know his place? In other words, God is saying, Job chapter 38, verse 12, when your year begins, command the months, speak to them, declare to January, this is what you are supposed to bring. Declare to January, this is what you are supposed to yield. Declare to the months and speak to it and tell it how it is supposed to behave. Are you hearing me? 
So it is your responsibility to take charge of the year. Somebody say, I'm taking charge of my year. I am taking charge of my year. God is ready to use you to do great things. God is ready to work with you in partnership with you to succeed and to, 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 to prosper in every aspect of your life. God is working with you to expand the kingdom. He's ready to partner with you so that his kingdom will expand. But the question is, you need to take responsibility. Somebody shout, I'm in charge. I am in charge. I am partnering with God uh, for my divine settlement. I am partnering with God to excel, to prosper, and to do well. Are you hearing are you hearing what I'm saying? You've got to tell yourself you are in charge of the year. Don't sit down and just wait, expecting manna to be dropped from heaven. The days of manna, the meaning of the word manna actually means what is it? You see, what is it? They did not understand the Israelites in the days when they left Egypt. They didn't know what it is. So when God, the first time God dropped food from heaven, they went to pick it. And they said, what is it? That is how it is interpreted in the Hebrew, mana. Mana means what is it? It's something that is uncertain. They don't know what is it. See, in uncertainty, we are not living in the realm and the era of uncertainty. I, want, I wish somebody would put this quote down. We are not living in the realm of uncertainty. We are living in the realm of intentionality. You must be intentional. We are living in the season where man must be intentional and partner with God in order to break through, in order to excel, in order to be able to move forward. The realm and the season and the time, my God, I feel something right here. The times where you are sitting down for things to happen is over. It is time for you and I to take charge of the year. The days of manna is over. It is the days where we need to advance, break up, so that we can settle. For the children of God to be able to possess the, the promised land that God had given them, they needed to battle, they needed to engage. They had God's word with them, they held on to the word of the Lord, and they took a step. They engaged the people, the Canaanites, the Hethites, the Peritites, and all the people that used to dwell in the land, checked them out and took possession of what God had given them. If we need to be intentional. God has given us a word. Now you must be intentional about everything you do. I don't believe in this attitude of believers who are always sitting down waiting for manna to drop from heaven. Ladies and gentlemen, the days of manna, we are living in the realm where man, God expects us to be intentional. In this year, be intentional with your career. Be intentional with your relationship. Be intentional in, 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 in your service to God. Don't just go to church or be in the house of the Lord just like that. Be intentional. It is a year and a season of intentionality. You've got to be intentional. I know what I want and I'm going for it and no devil can stop me. Are you hearing me? You must be intentional with your life. 
you must take dominion, take charge of your destiny. Otherwise, a time will come, you will be blaming God for what he, you thought he was the one to do. And God will look at you and tell you, you are the one to do it. God said to Job, have you, you are here complaining. You are saying everything, you have lost everything. You are saying all oh, evil has happened to you. But God said to Job, have you commanded the morning and told the dawn to know his place? God said, Job, you left things in my hands. So I allowed the devil to attack you. But if you had stood up and taken charge, mahalos if you had taken, if you had stood there and taken charge of your year, taking charge of your week, taking charge of the day, things would have gone well for you. It is your responsibility to be intentional and take charge. Command the dawn, command the year, command the month, declare to it, this is how I want you to behave. Be intentional. Be intentional in what you want God to do for you. How well are you prepared for your life to change? You must be intentional in your actions. Be intentional. Be intentional in your relationships. All right? Are you hearing me? Everything you, you do, you know where you are headed. You know what you are doing. You, because God is ready to partner with you. It is a year of divine partnership with God where God is ready to work with you, but you don't just sit down and expect God to do the work. God expects you in a partnership. Hear me, if you are in a partnership in business with someone and the other party is not doing anything, what will happen? You feel bad. You feel like, you know what, this partnership is not working. You feel used. But when it is a, a, a connection, it is, it is a mutual effort that is brought on board, then resource is inevitable when you become intentional in oh my god my god i love that i love when you become intentional and take charge of the year tell yourself this january i'm going to work this i'm going to do that you are partnering with god so you are playing your part you are bringing your effort on the table god is bringing his grace on the table when your effort is coupled with the grace of god miracles are bound to happen greatness and great things are bound to happen Ladies and gentlemen, uh, somebody just said to something in profound, you are the CEO of 2023. I, I like that. Thank you, Anne, for that. You are the CEO of your 2023. You, you decide what happens here. You decide what happens here. You decide what happens here. You, it is a year where you take charge. You are the CEO of your own 2023. I am the CEO. As the CEO, you take charge. You determine where what goes on here. You determine what goes on there. You must learn to take charge and rule the day. Rule the months, rule the weeks, be the, mommy dominates the seasons and tell yourself, I take charge of my 2023. Some of you, you have been victimized for a long time. It is over. The season of waiting for you to be victimized is over. You need to learn how to take charge, be in control of your 2023, be in charge of your 2023. Are you hearing me? 
We are, the, the days of manna are over. Where you are waiting for manna to go to drop something on your table, it's ain't gonna happen this year. This year, you are supposed to be in charge of your year. What do I need to do? Yes, you are the CEO of your 2023. Determine it. If you are waiting, oh, I'm waiting. Let me tell you something. In my language, there is, there is, there is, there is, there is something, there is a, a proverb I've seen they say that if you when a baba, when a when a when a when a baba is 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 um, um, um or or a saloonist is doing your hair and you don't comment on what the person is doing, if by the time you realize you'll be given a very bad haircut or a very bad hairstyle, when a saloonist is working on your hair and you don't say anything. You don't put an input before, by the time they finish, you'll be given a very bad hairstyle. In other words, you don't just sit down and watch certain things happen. You don't just sit down. You must bring in your input. When the person is tilting your, your braids to this, we say, I don't want that one. I want this other one. Change it to this. You must take charge of your ear. You must take charge of your year. You are the CEO of your 2023. Are you hearing me? You are the CEO of your year, and you must learn how to take charge of the year. You must learn how to bring in your effort, bring in your input. And the first thing that is why in next week, next week on Monday, we are beginning our nine 21 days of fasting and prayer. We will be meeting morning and evening online for 21 days. And I'm telling you, it is going to be exclusive. It is going to be mega. It is going to be powerful. And your life and my life shall never, ever be the same again. God is going to shift you to a realm and a season where things are going to happen for you. God is going to shift you to a realm and a season where doors are going to open onto you. God is going to shift you to a realm and a season where your desire shall be granted, but your desire shall not be granted when you just sit back and look, when you take charge of your day. You, I am in charge here. I'm going to work at this, this job. I'm going to push until I get a job. You have been jobless and the bed has been your friend. Stay, staying in your room and not doing anything will not bring you a job. Jobs will not move to your room in Kahawa. No, you've got to get up and tell yourself, I'm going to do this. You are in a bad, nasty relationship and you are just being abused and destroyed. You don't know anything. You've got to tell the person, this year, if this is how you are going to believe, you are going to behave, I will run and leave you in the middle of nowhere. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, you've got to learn how to take charge of your year. Don't accept things that does not suit you, that is not that, that, that you know you don't like. They are selling things that are not good for you. You must learn how to abort it. You must learn how to do away with this. You must learn how to tell yourself, I'm not doing this. This is not my thing. This is not my style. This is not how I behave. I am terminating this thing. Otherwise, you are going to be abused. Hallelujah. So the first thing, like I said, number one is command the year. 
Command the year, declare to the year, command. And January, this January, from 9th to the end of the year, to the end of this month, we are commanding the year. We are going to be speaking. Please, if you have got any food to eat, I know you someone say, yeah, man of God, see the fasting is becoming too much. We just fasted five days ago, and then now you, you want us to fast again. You are on your own. Yeah? If you don't want to fast, it is not compulsion. But if you really want to advance, settle, get the divine rest you are talking about, engage in the fasting. If you can. If you don't have any medical reason that stops you from fasting, or you are not on any special medication, or there, if there is nothing else that stops you, I want you to be part of this fast. Right? You've got to be part of the fast. You've got to be part of the fast. This fast, beginning 9th of January, all the way through to the 29th of January. You need to be part. Three weeks. You see, all you need to do is to finish the first week. 21 days of fasting, the most important thing is for you to finish the first week. When you finish the first week, the second week, you are easy. it will be easy. And the third week, you are done. So from the 9th of January to the 29th of January, we will be praying. We will be speaking over our lives, declaring over our lives, declaring over our families. And I want you to join in and partake of what God is doing in this season. Hallelujah. I want you to, we are engaging in a prophetic fast. Come to command the year, to declare to the year, to prophesy to the year. This is how I want you to behave. So after you have commanded the year, I said number two, be intentional. I'm giving you the points, the things you need to do to, to, to be able to have how to strategize and miss the year. Tell yourself this year, I'm not going to be sitting down idle on the fence. I, hallelujah. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. Can I tell you a story? I normally tell the story when I'm teaching on leadership. When I'm teaching leaders, this one, that, that's, that's a story. And some time ago, a monkey was seated on, on the top of a, a big tree. A monkey is seat, was seated on the top of a big tree. And then, watch me. A monkey was seated on the top of a big tree. And a little rabbit came under the tree and said to the and said to the monkey, monkey, you are sitting down up, you are sitting up there. Can I sit here also? The monkey said, please yourself. So the monkey was seated on top of a tree, and the rabbit was seated down under the tree. When the Rabbit saw that the monkey was seated up there. He asked the monkey, can I sit down here? He says, go ahead, please yourself. So when the rabbit was seated there, a fox, or is it a lion, came, pounced on it, the hungry lion, and ate the rabbit. Killed it and ate it. Was it an antelope or a rabbit? Whichever. Kill the antelope and ate it. What is the morale of the story? The morale of the story is very simple. If you want to sit down and do nothing, you must be seated very high. 
If you want to sit down somewhere and do nothing, that means you must possibly, you must be very, very high. Then you can sit down and do nothing. But if you sit down and do nothing, you will be annihilated, completely destroyed by the lions of this world. They will destroy you, eat you up, confuse you, and kill you. You don't just sit down and do nothing. Those people that are sitting down, you think they are sitting down and they are doing nothing. They are up there strategizing because they are already up there. If you are not up there and you are down here and you are sitting down and doing nothing, you will be destroyed by the lions. Don't just sit down and do nothing. Because you saw somebody else sitting down and doing nothing. My friend, that person has good investments. How many investments do you have? When you see people sitting down and doing nothing, they are up there. There are some people, if they retire from their work right now, there is nothing. They, they are not going to go hungry. They've got so much investments. They've made so much money. They, I mean, even when they are sleeping, their investments are making money for them. So if they choose to sit down and do nothing, guess what? Money will still get into the account. But you, but you, don't sit down, forge forward. Break every door you need to knock, knock it. Every place you need to go, do. Whatever you need to do, you must be intentional about succeeding this year. Don't sit down in the realm of uncertainty, hoping that something will drop from heaven. Let me tell you, you see, there are some people, they've got a beggar mentality. What do I mean by beggar mentality? A beggar mentality is because as long as they feel like, oh, it will happen, or they can get it from somewhere, they will not push themselves. You must break away from that mindset and push yourself in order to get what belongs to you. A story is also told of a certain man, hear me, a certain man, a certain lady, I beg your pardon, who wants a certain man, sir, please, can you assist me with some money? And the man said, don't worry, I am expecting some money once it comes, I will give you. And the lady said, I will pray for you so that when the money comes, you give me. And the man replied, why do you have to pray for me to get money so that I give you money? Why don't you pray for yourself so that you get your own money? Why? Is God afraid of you to give you money? Are you hearing me? You need to know in this season, it's a season of divine settlement. It's a season of ownership. God is not afraid of you. Why will you pray for somebody to get money so that they give you money? Pray that you make your own money. Are you hearing me? You must make your own money. You must make your own money. Even if you are married, I know married couples, you, 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 you share bills and work together. That is very fantastic. But don't be, if you are a married man or a married woman, don't just be sitting on the fence, always waiting for your husband to be giving you money. Hey, I don't have money for hair. Hey, I don't have money for shoes. Hey, I don't have money. When you do that, you become a slave. 
That mumu can slap you, do everything he wants to do to you, and he will still be there. Why? Because he knows that he's the one that is controlling your life. He knows that if he drives you out there, there is nothing you can do for yourself. You are just there. Niko uko You are just there. There is absolutely nothing. Make your own money. Make let them let them see. Even if you are sharing things together, let them see you are bringing something to the table. You go here, get some job. Both of you do it together. You split profits or you put it in your I mean on your joint account. There must be something you are also doing. Be intentional. Be intentional. Be intentional. Don't just be there. You must be intentional. Let me tell you. There is something. When, when God wanted the, 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 the tabernacle built, God was specific in details, in giving details as to what should happen, how big it should be this cubit, that cubit, that cubit. God was specific in giving details of the tabernacle, the length, the height, the colors, that was to be used in the tabernacle, God even gave. In other words, we serve a God that is very, very intentional. He is intentional about everything you do. You must be that kind of, our God is very intentional. He's strategic, he's a planner, he's not a haphazard God. And that is how you and I must behave. God gave specific dimensions as to how the tabernacle was to be built. How is it that as for you, you don't want, you do things anyhow and you expect things to happen for you anyhow. God does not work like that. My prayer for you is that you get to a place where um, 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 you are able to be intentional about your life. Be intentional. If you are waiting for doors to just open for you without you doing anything about it, it's not going to happen. Amen? When God told um, 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 Noah to build the ark, you see, he was specific about the dimensions of the tabernacle. He was specific. Specific. Get this color. Get this. Make this place like that. Make that place like that. He was so specific. He was so specific. He was so specific. Even about the dimensions on what is supposed to be, how it's supposed to be. But most of the time, we don't know. We are not so specific. We just do anything, things anyhow. Let me give you, let me go to a scripture. I was looking for a scripture. Let me go to Exodus. Let me go to Exodus. Go to the book of Exodus. 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 Chapter 26. Now, now, let me read from Exodus chapter 25. Now, those of you that have got problems with offering, read Exodus chapter 25. The first time I read Exodus chapter 25, I was like, hey, let me tell you, the people in the Old Testament, in the Old Covenant, those guys, the offerings they used to give, they were so many. When you come to the house of God, 
and you are asked to give an offering and you begin to murmur. If you were living in the old covenant, thank God for Jesus. If you were living in the old covenant, I'm telling you, you give peace offering, grain offering, sin offering, all, so many different types of offerings. But thank God for Jesus. Amen. Let's, let me read from, the, from, from Exodus chapter 25. Exodus chapter 25. How, let me just read from the ark, how the ark of the covenant was made. The, the ark, I mean, the ark was supposed to be in the tabernacle. So let's let's see what, what was done. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, I want you to follow after our God. Ladies and gentlemen, I am preaching something from my heart. I, I, I am teaching this thing from my heart. And I want you to buy into it. Okay? I want you to buy into it. Amen. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, tell the children of Israel to make an offering for me from every man whose heart moves him to give willingly. You shall take my offering. God told Moses, hey, how did I miss this? God told Moses, he says, you shall take my offering. I need to share this with, 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 with someone. Now he says, this is the offering you shall receive from them. Gold. Silver, bronze, purple, scarlet fabric, fine twisted linen, goat's hair, ram skin, dyed red. Now, 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 God says, even the ram skin, the skin that He are supposed to present to Him, He does not want the one that was to be dyed blue or purple or pink. No, He says, the one that has been dyed red. He said, He says, bring ram skin, skins dyed red. Purple skins, acacia wood, olive oil for lightning, balsam for the anointing oil and for the fragrant incense, own stones and the setting stones for the priest's effort. Are you there? Are you there? Now, God says, now you shall bring all it. Now he says, have them build the sanctuary for me and I will dwell among them. They were supposed to bring these offerings, acacia, wood, on silver, gold, bronze. And he says, when they bring those things, have them use these things to build a sanctuary for me. The house of the Lord is not built just with anointing. The house of the Lord is built with these things, money, money, money. He says, use them to build the house of the Lord. You shall not construct it. Now hear me. Verse 9, that is where I was going to. You shall not construct it in accordance with everything. You say, sorry, he said, you shall construct it in accordance with everything that I am going to show you as the pattern of the tabernacle in the pattern of all its furniture. In other words, you are supposed to construct a tabernacle for me, but I want you to be intentional. He says, construct it according to the pattern I will give you. Not according to any pattern, according to the pattern that God, God was, God gave Moses specific instructions how the tabernacle was to supposed to be built. Even God, He is intentional about everything. So that is why you need to be intentional. You need to be intentional. I was I was telling the choir leader um, the other day. Do you know what? God was intentional about the building, even our worship, the worship we, we give him in church, it must be intentional. It must be prepared 
programmed and surrendered to him as our God. You don't just come and stand and from the top of your head, you are singing. No, 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 no. You must be intentional about what you present to Jehovah. And that is how it is. Be intentional about your life. If you are not intentional, your life will be in shambles, not because God doesn't love you or the witches are fighting you because you failed to be intentional. God says you must build the tabernacle according to a certain specific pattern. He says, he says, he says, now let me hear this, hear this. They shall make an act of acacia wood. He didn't say mahogany. He didn't say, what are some of the woods? Somebody help me. Types of woods, type of woods, type of woods. Mahogany, acacia, um, what are some of the woods? Types of wood, somebody help me. Types of woods, types of wood, different types of types of wood. Mahogany, I know, I think I know mahogany. He said, he didn't say, um, 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 oh, pine or oak tree or maple. He says, use cedar. Thank you. He didn't say use cedar. He says use acacia wood. Acacia wood. That is what God required Moses to use in building the ark. God was specific. God didn't just say build the ark, build it with wood. Which type of wood? He says use acacia wood. Sapele, thank you. Blue gum, all those types, the woods were there, pine is there, but God didn't say any of them. He says let them build the ark with what? Two and a half cubits long. He gave the type of wood, how long it is meant to be. Are you following me? God didn't say just build the, the ark anyhow. No, he, he was bamboo. Thank you. He didn't mention all those things. God gave a specific type of wood, number one, specific dimension of the wood that was meant to be used, number two. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are not intentional, eh, you, you, you are just haphazard. And, 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 and especially there are some people, they, they are haphazard. You see, you need to make sure you are intentional in, in every single aspect of your life. You are building a relationship. The reason why you enter a relationship and every man dumps you is because you are not intentional. You are always waiting. You are always waiting for things to happen for you in that relationship, my friend. It is not going to happen for you. You must be ready to do or build that relationship intentionally. What do I need to do? What button do I need to press? How do I need to pray about this relationship? How do I, I mean, what do I need to do? You must be able to strategically plan your life. I was telling somebody, if you ask me where I be in from January to December, I can give you a proper itinerary, even in church. We have shared, I mean, to people, what is going to happen where? Why? Because we are intentional. We know which dates, what must happen when we are fasting, when we are doing what, what we are doing. You don't just appear and just do things. You must be intentional with your life. Be intentional about your career. Be intentional with your business. Be intentional about everything that you do. And Jehovah God is going to bless you. 
Amen. So God said to, to, to Moses, they shall make an ark of acacia with two and a half cubits long, one and a half cubits wide, and a half and one and a half cubits high. So the length, the breadth, and the width, all those dimensions God gave. What, what an, an intentional God. Oh my God. What an intentional God. Is this, even the offering that he asked from the people, he said, bring me skin that is dyed red, not dyed blue. Bring gold, bring on silver, bronze, I mean, linen, fabric, fine twisted linen. All those things. God was specific about even offering that he are supposed to bring. About building the act, he was specific. Now let me let me go let me go ahead. Let, let's do some a little Bible reading and then I uh, know you're going to be blessed. I want you to share the link. This week I'm teaching. We are not praying. From next week we are praying, but I need to teach. See, I don't just come and preach, 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 or pray, 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 pray. Otherwise, sorry, pardon my language. You become a spiritual fool. You understand? You will not be you will not be a wise believer. Yeah. You pray, you pray, you pray, you are fed with the word, your mind is directed on what to do so that you don't become a spiritual fool. All you know is spirit, 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 no wisdom. Let me tell you, before the spirit moved in the Bible, the first time the spirit moved, the spirit did not move in a vacuum. Mahalo, Shkabaya, thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The spirit did not move in a vacuum. The Bible says, and God found man out Oh, I mean, from the from the dust of the ground. And the Lord breathed into man the breath of life. And the Bible says, and man became a living soul. Before man could rise into becoming a being, a structure, an organism, God formed a framework. God first formed a framework. God first formed a framework with the dust of the ground. And then he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the Bible says man became a living soul. For man to become an organism, number one, God needed first to build the framework, which is the structure. And then the spirit came. If there was no structure, God would have breathed into a vacuum and nothing would have happened. If you want your life to become strong, you want to build an organization, build systems, build your life, you must have structures. And then you breathe into the structures. You now breathe the breath of life signifies the anointing. When the anointing of God comes upon structures and systems, then the organism stands as a being, a living being. Is will be built and will be would, would, would have been created. But you don't just pray, 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 pray when you don't even know what you are praying about. You are praying in a vacuum. What are you praying about? You must be intentional even with your prayer. You know what you are hitting. God first built a framework and he built, he breathed into the framework and the Bible says, and man became a living soul. God formed man from the dust of the ground, which signifies the structure, the systems, the framework. And then he breathed into man the breath of life, which is the spirit, the prayer. And then down man became a living soul. For everything to work in this season, you must first have a system, a structure. And, and then once you, you have the system, the structures in place, what happens? Everything else begins to move forward. You must be able to build something with your life. Amen? Don't just do anything. Don't just rise and be anyhow, act anyhow, talk anyhow. 
Most people are, are they get into marriages and they are left because of the way even they talk. Because they are not intentional. You must be intentional about everything. Don't just dare. even about your friendships, be intentional. About your relationships, be intentional. He says, God gave the length, the breadth, and the width of the, of the ark. Verse 11. Say, so you shall overlay the ark with pure wood, pure gold, sorry. God said, you shall overlay the ark with pure gold. Overlay it inside out, and you shall make a gold border frame around it. Look, look, look at our God. Even the frame on the ark, God told them how it is supposed to be done. Oh my God. I love this. I, I love our God. I love our God. I love our God. He was so specific. He was so intentional. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I'm enjoying this teaching. I'm enjoying this teaching. I'm enjoying this teaching. I'm enjoying this teaching. God says, even the borderline, just make it happen. Even the borderline, just make it happen. Even the borderline, just make it happen. Lay, overlay it with gold. This is how I want you to do. Even the framework of the of, of the of the of the of the of the earth should be overlaid with gold. Are you hearing me? That is the kind of God we serve. How intentional. Let me continue a little bit and then we can move on from there and then we can pray. He says, you shall cast four gold rings for it. Attach them to the four, the four feet, two rings on each side. You shall make crying, I mean, you shall make carrying poles of the acacia wood and overlay them with gold and put two poles through the rings on the side of the ark by which it, is, it will be carried. I mean, you see, God was specific. He gave the dimensions, the specifications of how things were supposed to be done in the ark. And that is the kind of God we serve. That is the kind of God we serve. That is the kind of, when God wanted to build the tabernacle in Exodus chapter 36, he said something. Now we are going to stand on this and pray. Oh my God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. Oh, Father, we thank you. We thank you for this word. We thank you for January. We thank you. Father, we give you worship. We give you praise for tonight. Now it says, when God wanted to build the tabernacle, he says, uh, in Exodus chapter 36, God, the next point, I'm going to my next point. Do I go to the next point today or we leave it for tomorrow? Let me just, let me just mention it because I'm, I'm, we've got a, a few minutes to go. We've got a few minutes to go. We've got about 20 more minutes to go. Let me just mention it. I said, pray, command the year. Number two, be intentional about your life. Number three, strategizing for your 2024. Make the right connections. Connect with the people with the right skill, right graces to help you. You hear what I'm saying? Make the right connections. 
Make the right connections. How do you strategize? My friend, you need people. Exodus chapter 36, how the ark was built. Let me read the tabernacle. Now, Basel and Holia and every skilled person in whom the Lord has put ability to understand and to know how to do all the work in the construction of the sanctuary shall work according to all that the Lord has commanded. So Moses called Basel and Holiab and every skilled person in, in whom the Lord had put an ability, everyone whose heart stirred him to come to do the work. Not everybody. There are some people, they are not, they are not moved to support you. Yeah, they received from, I mean, they received from Moses all the offerings which the Israelites had brought for the construction of the sanctuary to prepare it for service. Now, there was something God wanted them to do, to build a tabernacle. And Moses, God said to Moses, call the right people with the right skills. I, I really wish eh, I was on the other side and we're on this other side. I wish you were the one preaching and I was the one writing notes. Because this thing, you don't get it anywhere. I mean, God said to Moses, God said to Moses, we want to build a tabernacle, get the right people. Get the right people. Get the right people and let them build this tabernacle. Call Basil and call Holiab. Whom, who have skills, they have the skill to help you build. Oh my God, thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, grant us the right people who have the skill, who have the connections, who have everything we need to get to the top. Holy Spirit of the Lord, grant us the right people. Give us the battles, give us the holy apps, give us the skilled men and women, the people you have ordained. Let me tell you, you need one skill, just one skilled job. One mega open door, Lord Jesus, this year 2023, bring us. God, do you think Basia and Holia were the only people in Israel? There were millions of people there, but God just said, call Basia and Holia, the people that have the skill. Don't surround yourself with none. I was going to use a word. I mean, I just posted. Don't surround yourself with people who are doing nothing around you. They are doing nothing. All you meet, all you do is to go to club and gossip, sit somewhere, and, and in the name of of uh, what? Oh, the, the 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 generation. This the current generation has a word term they use. In the name of uh, what I mean, um. We would have said I'm releasing tension or stress. I'm distressing. In the name of distress, I've forgotten. I'm looking for the right word. I can't get it. I can't get it. I can't get it. I can't get it. You go say somewhere, waste your time, waste your energy, waste your money. In the name of distressing or whatever it is, somebody help me. I mean, with, 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 the, with the right word that I'm looking for. Are you hearing me? Wasting your life wasting with people who do not add value to your life? Who do not add value to your life? You've got to get to yourself to a place where you are surrounded 
decompressing thing. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, unwinding. You are unwinding. You are decompressing. And you are surrounded by people who are wasting your time, your energy, and your resources. Ladies and gentlemen, get skilled people around you. Skilled people. Skilled people. Skilled people. Skilled people. This is a year we are, God is giving us ownership of properties. We are taking territories. And you've got to surround yourself with the right company. Are you hearing me? And you are God. See, you need to surround yourself with the right association. Build the right connections. Build the right associations. And your life and my life will never ever be the same again. You need to make sure you are surrounded. If we are strategizing for the year, strategizing, strategies. What strategies do we need to excel this year? Let me try and pause on here. Please write down the points. If you have not written down the points, strategizing for the year. Number one, I said command the year. Command the year. Number two, what did I say? I said be intentional. Be intentional with your career. Be intentional. Some of you, you have got businesses. In this era of social media, you are not even online with your business. Where do you think you are going? Where? In this season, you must, your business must be trending on social media. You must be selling, doing things online to advance yourself be intentional how can i get more market how can i get more business you must be intentional are you hearing be intentional about what you do and then i said connect with people with the right skills and resources for your next level connect with people with the right skills and resources. Yeah. Otherwise, things are going to go south. Connect with people with the right sources. Amen. Connect with the right people. Tomorrow, I'm going to go to the next few other points, and then now we'll be tackling them as the year, as the we've got. I mean, today is Tuesday, Wednesday, we've got two more days. And then uh, every Friday we do our cell groups. Please be informed that we are going to restructure the cell groups, all the global cell groups, all the 16 or 15 cell groups that is there, whichever number. It is going to go through a bit of re 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 reconstruction. So please be informed that uh, in case you are located a different cell group, um, not because of anything. I know you people are bonding and you people are gelling and all those kind of things. But um, for the ministry to advance, we are going to restructure it. So some of you will be moved into other cells. It is the same work. It is the same kingdom. It is the same ministry. So you must understand. Don't say me, I'm not going. Uh, me, I can't be in this. No, 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 no. Just help us help you this year. And the Lord God will bless you. I mean, I want us to pray. I want us to pray. I want us to pray.
I want us to pray. We are going to make prayer today. We are going to make a declaration. We speak prophetically today. And we want to command the heavens to yield for us. We want to command the heavens to yield for us. We want to declare that, Father, let this year be controlled to favor us. We want to command the year. We are declaring over the year that let this year yield for us. Let this year bring good news. Let this year bring us favor. We are speaking over the year. Um, God told Job, command the day and tell the dawn how to behave. We are declaring that this year shall behave well. It shall yield us a harvest. It shall bring us good news. It shall bring us our, uh, our desires. The desires of our hearts shall be fulfilled and granted. The Lord shall cause great things to manifest in our lives. I want you to declare over the year. 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 Lasso sabako shabrasan. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray. Libago Shabaya, Legetebe Asuma Lagrantos, Evrantoske Azuzula Bataya. Father, we lift up our voice and declare. We command the year to yield unto us. We declare let the elements be controlled to favor us. We declare let the elements be controlled to favor us. Let the year be controlled to yield for us a great harvest. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray we pray lift up your voice and declare let the year yield for us. 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 May the year yield for us a harvest. In the mighty name of Jesus, we prophetically declare. Mazodo do katia, labrandos kansete, selelele kapanda pa, rabababa kosha la labranta, asentelia brakosha ta, ibalua asana nanama kosha, Rapa <laughs> 
Maria Braco Shalala Brante, Ivanta Bandi Gasote, Lebrendos Casima Alosa, Rapa la Brante Tea, 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 Hasenemeca Branto Tolua, Hasenemeca Branta, Rapa la Brashanda Rabatata, Icato Shilibusca Branta, Rapa la Brashanda Rabaya, Halimi Abrantata, Heselebosca Branta, Rapalia Braco Shalala Branta, Epelebe Casualaba, 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 Ateneme Cabranta, Rande de Becasua Ante, Ezelia Braco Shata, Zeneme Cabrantos, 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 Alimi Cabrantata, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Say, I command the year, I command the year to yield for me a harvest, in the name of Jesus. I command the year to yield for me a harvest, in the name of Jesus. Let the year yield the harvest, let the year yield the harvest. I decree the year shall be good unto me. Evil shall not befall me this year. I command the months of the year to be controlled to favor me. I command the months of the year to be controlled to favor me. We make a decree over the year in the name of Jesus. Let our names be mentioned in higher offices. In the name of Jesus, let our names be mentioned in higher offices. In the name of Jesus, may the Lord favor us. May the Lord open doors for us. In the mighty name of the Lord, in Jesus' name, we decree and declare. We lift up our voices. We decree and declare. May the heavens remember us. May the Lord talk us this year. May our lives be preserved, exempted from evil, exempted from sickness, exempted from premature death. We will lift up prayer and we declare in the name of Jesus. Seleka Zuba Ladanta, Halia Magrondos Kazipa Latoa, Peleleleska Branta Talua Katea, Abrandos in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. God bless you for praying. This is God's servant, the prophet David Owusu, your international forensic prophet.